Welcome everyone to another episode of the podcast. I'm G. With me as always is Justin and Peter. Boys, it's been a minute since we've been here. Not a minute since we've been together, but a minute since we've been here it's, in these been, seats. Yeah. We've been on a uh, a travel br- uh, break imposed, uh, I think, largely by me, uh, sadly. Yeah. Imposed I think Peter, by the... Peter's innocent in this. Largely. Hello. I can't see you waving, Peter. Hi, Peter. Yeah, no one can see you waving. But I think they, at this point, they all assume, all two of them, uh, that uh, that you are both Holly and Jolly. Well, you know, uh, my Holly and Jolliness has definitely taken a, a big hit. Oh, dear. Yeah, and Look it took a big hit um, exactly on May 3rd of 2022. See, this is why we like Peter, uh, Justin. He's a consummate professional. No, wasted no time. <laughs> no, segued so right into the top. Right in there. <laughs> yeah, right right in there. In I love it. Consummate love professional. It. The floor is yours, Peter. This is yeah. this is Halo Infinite. Peter's yeah. Revenge. Follow up. <laughs> the follow up. Yeah. Key, keyword on follow up because we already <laughs> touched upon Halo Infinite in a previous episode, and. We were expecting to be able to go through and play the co-op version of the campaign. Because right. I think at the end, I said, oh, hey, when the co-op version of this comes out, we can all play through together because I don't want to play it until I can play co-op. Yeah. And I, I don't think any of us, you know, uh, especially me, uh, <laughs> I was not expecting that day to occur maybe in the next two years. I don't think it's happening anytime this year, and uh, it's it's been quite a roller coaster uh, since we last talked about Halo Infinite. I mean, it's so it's it's 2022, and these people have delivered a game that has a campaign that cannot be played co-op. Fascinating, a Halo game more specifically. Yeah, a Halo yeah. game. Um, I mean, it's it is wild to think that. You know, there was a week and a half period where everybody we know was playing Halo Infinite, right? Well, for like two weeks, it's all anybody wanted to talk about was like, yeah. let's go play Halo. Let's go play Halo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now I'm pretty sure it's a dead game from my perspective. <laughs> um, oh, no, I will not, admit, not just from your perspective. No, I Peter, mean, is it, is it like, a dead game? I would say so, yeah. And I don't mean dead game in the sense that everybody always says Destiny's a dead game, right? Right? Like, Not in the I mean dead sense. game in the sense of like, legitimately, people are just it's falling off. Nobody's coming back to it. Well, you know, it's hard for me to say if people will ever come back to it because you know Halo is supposed to be like the, you know, key sort of cornerstone franchise of Microsoft, right? And it has a very hardcore, large, loyal fan base. But, I mean, the numbers and the lack of talk about it and the lack of any social media presence, like, there's so many different aspects to which it just screams Halo Infinite is completely dead right now. I I was just reading today that uh, most of the Halo content creators have started, like, creating content sponsored content for one of halo's rivals because the <laughs> rival just came in and was like hey you guys want some free money so uh, looking at steam charts very quickly we'll go off average players from november 2021 to now i bet elden november Ring's that number 102,000 well 101 let's round up december 52,000 
January, 23,000. This is a steep February, 12,000. Good night. March, 6,000. April, 5,000. May, 6,000. Oh, okay. Last 30 days, 6,000. So and it's, it's, I wanna, it's stabilizing at 6,000. I want to point out that their big season two release was in May. And they yeah, no, there is. It, it does show a, you know, like a, a 21, 22% bump in May. Yeah. So here's my thing, right? Um, Like when we talked about this originally, I, you know, we talked about how it actually like the game, the game itself, like if you strip away, and just go to the gameplay. The gameplay was good, right? Like there were the actual gunplay and like, you know, the mechanics, the game mechanics made sense. Everything's fine with that. I think was the general feedback that we had, but it sounds like just, they have made so many mistakes with microtransactions and, you know, everybody's failing to favorite word. Yeah. Everybody's yeah. favorite word, failing to deliver a co-op campaign for halo and probably a number of other things that you alluded to, like the social interaction um, that has just resulted in people. But it's such a steep drop off. Like you like well, let's, going so from let's like be real, like I don't think delivering a co-op campaign is going to fix their numbers. Right. It might be a slight bump and it gets people like me to play for yeah, it'll get a me couple of weeks until I'm through. But that yeah. it's not going to help. Like maybe it's microtransactions. Maybe it's something else. Right. But there's some core fundamental problem and i've never played it so i'm talking out a little bit out of my ass but there's some core fundamental problem that is not bringing people back and microtransactions might be it well that's what i'm trying to get to is it really microtransactions because or is it like there's something wrong with the gameplay because when i played it it felt like a halo game it could it could also be like not microtransactions and not gameplay it could be the loop itself right like the gameplay could be satisfying but the loop itself could be problematic I I think it's um, it's a combination of of the two, um, and the microtransaction element isn't as big of an issue as I thought it was in the okay. way that I thought it would be an issue. And Peter, remind me just so I'm clear: microtransactions purely cosmetic. So, th- primarily, yes. But the other component of so there's two there's two main forms of microtransactions in Halo Infinite. The first one is just pure store, right? Battle Pass store cosmetics. That is, you know, your traditional MTX system. You know, twelve dollars you get a skin. Five dollars you get the color red. Twelve dollars you get a skin. I like how we say that like it's normal and it is. But anyway, go ahead. Yeah. The, the second, you know, bigger issue with the MTX uh, stuff is that they have designed a, and, you know, this gets into the gameplay loop, a core, um, you know, system of earning XP for, you know, the free battle pass for anything is you get these challenges and those challenges uh, can't be swapped unless oh, right. you oh, yeah. purchase these microtransact to re-roll the challenges, right? Exactly. And the problem with that is that it impacts the quality of the games themselves. Hold, hold, because, hold on. Does uh, XP get you anything other than cosmetics? Pure, pure cosmetics. 
Same okay, thing. so the, the entire thing is, in fact, cosmetics. Microtransactions is, in fact, cosmetics. Correct. But the issue is that there are people who are going hard trying to get all the you know cosmetics. And because the challenge system, they only play the game modes a certain way, or they only mm-hmm. do you know, yep. certain play sure. styles to try to knock out these grindy challenges as quick as possible. Sure. I think like anybody who's a destiny player is familiar with like you go into gambit, your teammates are actively working against you because they're just there (laughs) to do bounties. They're not actually there to win the game. Exactly. It's exactly like that, except they attached, you know, a, you know, monetary amount to those bounties and you can't get rid of bounties and you can't get new bounties. You're stuck with the bounty you have. But and there's that, no there's issue. no pay to play. There's no pay to win. There's no microtransact for a better selection of weapons. It's all cosmetic. It's all cosmetic. Okay. It's all, all cosmetic. Right. Now, the other big part, you know, and this is, I think, just the, I think the bigger issue for, for Halo Infinite is that there are these core features that have been a part of the Halo franchise for you know, since Halo 3, which uh, dropped in what, like 2005, 2007? God knows when. It's been a while. Sure, and it's been a long time. <laughs> they just don't have it. They don't have any of those features. They don't have Forge mode. They um, they don't have the co-op campaign. They don't have these modes that, you know, really helped the community build itself and keep itself engaged. And so Mm. that's like the biggest issue for me is I, I, you know, I play something like destiny and I can have all these unique social interactions on the tower or, you know, in a crucible match or in gambit, like emotes talking in fire team chat, like that time you got stuck in the tower and the entire tower stopped to teabag you. Right. Exactly. (laughs) Like that's a very very unique social interaction. Yeah, it is a unique social interaction. <laughs> and it's memorable and it's fun and it, you know, it, it makes you want to interact with the community. And with Halo Infinite, they've done like the complete opposite where it's just you're just playing constant PVP with barely any friends, barely any social interaction. They don't let you play the way you want to play. And it's like, well, yeah, no wonders no one's playing this long term. And then the final nail in the coffin is just like they've released two maps since the game released. And that's that. Like, that's all the mm. content they've released so far. See, Destiny can get away with not releasing Crucible maps because the game isn't just Crucible. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, that's wild. Didn't like teabagging like, come would, from you, Halo? Like, wasn't that something that started in Halo? You know, I don't, I, I think it did, but I don't know if I'd have to go into the deep, you know, history of the team. I'm going to need you to do the research. Yeah, we can, we can have back a, with an important <laughs> do a follow up. It'll just be the history of teabagging episode. Yeah, the history of teabagging. <laughs> well, I need to write down all of these episode ideas because we still need to have the, uh, the Harambe, uh, yeah, lore episode. <laughs> anyway, you were saying something, Justin. I was going to say, you said like, it's okay for a game like Destiny. In theory, it's, it's, it's more okay. I mean, it's not okay for a game like, yeah, they can get away with it. 
for a game like Destiny to to not release new maps because there's more. But like if you think about the amount of content that they do release for Destiny, and if there wasn't really anything other than PvP, you would think that there actually probably would be, you know, mm-hmm. like a lot of a lot of uh, you know PvP maps coming out. This just seems like an unfinished game that they don't know how to keep well, working on. And I think one thing Peter was concerned about that he voiced in our previous episode that I think was coming to fruition is they are going to spend so much time fixing the game. They're not going to have time to actually introduce anything new, which I think is pretty much what you've seen, right? Think of I mean, all this the... Was the Anthem problem. Yeah. Right. Oh man, I love the flying and Anthem. It was so good. Um, yeah, no, I'm good still pissed off about that game. Um, okay, moving on. This is not the Anthem follow-up. <laughs> um, that Kotoku article, though, that was some... I don't know if you read that whole thing. But that was some wild thing. stuff. Anyway. Um, yeah, like, think of all the stuff Bungie releases for one season. Like, we've got a whole dungeon. we got cut scenes. We've got seasonal activity. Do we do it actually have a completely new crucible game mode for Iron Banner this season with a new map? Like they shove there. I feel like as they've done each consecutive season, they're shoving even more into each one. Yeah. I will. I think you're right. But to play devil's advocate a little bit, they are masters at making you feel like you're getting new content by reusing old content. But there, there's an almost like an art to that where it's like you're utilizing old assets, you know. I don't think it's a bad thing. I'm just saying yeah. the other side of the argument. Yeah, You have to do enough to keep your player base engaged, right? And I don't think anybody can say that Bungie doesn't do that. But I would argue, however they're doing it, the reason they're able to do that is they, they have, and I, I know the game is several years old, but when they launched Destiny 2, it was a complete game, right? Yeah. And I think we're seeing a lot of times, or no, I'm sorry. I think we're seeing a lot recently that people or game studios are choosing to bite the bullet and actually delay the game to make sure they are starting from a good standpoint. Because like with Anthem, like with um, Cyberpunk, if you launch a game that isn't complete, you're going to have an upset player base and you're not going to be able to do what you wanted because you're going to be spending most of your time fixing the game that's yeah, not complete. And- and to give you an example that kind of backs up your point there, like if, I, again, I'll just look at Steam charts, right? And I'm obviously not going to go through the history of Destiny, but like, let's just look October 2019. Uh, I don't remember what happened in October 2019, but 165,000 average players for Destiny. And then it looks like it settles into like, you know, 63, 77, 66, 51, 77. Like it settles into a pattern and with a couple bumps up to like 80 and 90, what looks like on like new seasons and things like that. Um, weirdly, I don't see a huge jump for Witch Queen. That's a little surprising. But anyway, it's a lot like it's a pretty consistent high number of players, which is indicative of like proves your point, right? You got to give your players a reason to come back. And that is a creative use of content, whether it's new content, whether it's recycled content that's made <clears throat> to feel new, whatever it is. Right. But I, I think my I, the I point, have, I, the point one, I was... Uh, go ahead. But I, I have Sorry. one crazy, crazy fact to throw in here eventually. Okay. Just, just to cap it off, I think my point isn't so much more about being able, isn't so much more about the content that keeps the players engaged. It's the only reason you're able to do, 
I think the only reason as a game studio you're you would be able to do that level of player engagement is if you're starting from a point of the game, the base game is in a place where we can introduce things or reuse things. Sure. And Otherwise, Halo Infinite yeah. I don't think is or hasn't well, at least for, And that was like the launched. forsaken moment for Destiny, right? Like right. the base game was not in a good place. And so they basically had to let it languish for I mean, what was it, a year? A year and mm-hmm. a half that they yeah. had to let it languish uh to fix it. And that was Forsaken. Right. They delivered on Forsaken, because that was great. Anyway, Peter, your stat. Okay. So in September of twenty fourteen, the original Destiny released. Okay. In twenty fifteen is when they started the development of Halo Infinite. Really? Yeah. Wow, that's a long time. That is exactly. Wait, that is they've a been very working long on this time. since 2015? Six years? Yeah. And yeah. this is what they gave y'all? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd think about how much content <laughs> has been created in the entirety of Destiny's history. Yeah. Halo Infinite. That, that really puts it in perspective. Two maps. Yeah. Two maps. <laughs> yeah, that's and they rough. they both aren't even good. That's rough. That really puts it in perspective. Yeah. But, you know, I, I think the silver lining in all this for me has been, you know, just being more appreciative of how unique and amazing, you know, uh, Destiny is compared to some of the things that are going on in the industry right now. You know, like a lot of the AAA games have, you know, had some real blunders in recent years. And Destiny's just been this rock, man. Yeah, lots lots of uh, games have shown up to try to take it, you know, dethrone it. And nobody's really been successful. Yeah. Um, from software built Elden Ring from 2017 to... You know, just this, I mean, that took a long time, but that, that wasn't starting 2015. They started in 2017 and built the entirety of that game. Yep. That's wild. 2015 they started? Damn. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, uh, it almost boggles my mind. Like, how could you... And the crazy thing is, like, that they still aren't, they still haven't released, like, the base things that like co-op campaign, you know, like they still I need, that. I need the Kotaku article on Halo Infinite. I need to know what happened. Yeah. There's, there's going to be some wild stuff that comes out. Cause like a bunch of, uh, a bunch of devs and like their lead, um, like level designer just quit. They've had a bunch of turnover. There's some wild stuff going on in that studio right now. So Holy what's crap, the I'm just then? looking at current steam charts. So mm-hmm. Destiny appears to be the one, two, three, fifth most popular game on can Steam we, right now. Wait, can we yeah. try to guess the, the top, the other four? Please do, because the number one, I didn't even know was a game, okay? Is it uh, number one? So you know Elden Ring exists, so it's not Elden Ring. But Elden Ring, I'm going to say, is in the top five. You would be incorrect. Really? Yes. Huh. Now, is, remember, is, this uh, is only Steam charts. Is, is Dota 2 in there? Dota 2 is number three. Huh? Rainbow Six. And I'm going to give you, like, comparative. I'm going to give you some perspective. So 
Current players, Destiny, 104,000. Dota 2 at number three, 307,000. So I mean, asked, Rainbow's got to be in there. You asked about Siege? Yeah. yeah. Siege is not even in the top 10. Damn. Yeah. But you're Call on Duty? the right Call Duty? track, Peter. Is Call, is Call of Duty in there? Modern Warfare? No. I'm going to give you number four. Fortnite? No. No, I don't think that's a Steam one. Oh, that's right. It's Epic. I'm going to give you number four. Okay. Apex Legends. Oh, I should have guessed that. Oh, what about CSGO? Number two, CSGO. Okay. Okay. At 375,000. Number one has almost double the amount of players at 708,000. Yeah, I knew it was going to be in it. That's insane. And I and none of us and neither Peter or I can think of what it is. Give, give um, me, is it Roblox? Mm, I don't know. No. Roblox. It's not Minecraft, right? It's definitely not Minecraft. No. Um come on. Uh is it like CS:GO? Is it a, Oh, is it uh Overwatch? No. Valorant. No. Oh, that's riot. That's a different. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Damn. What could it be? What's come out recently? Uh, I mean, I feel like it's going to be like Yu-Gi-Oh! Master Duel or something. (laughs) No. What is it? You want me to just tell you? Yeah, I I have no more guesses. Lost Ark. Oh, man. That, that like Korean MMO that just it's some free to play MMO. Wow! <laughs> so it's, it's the most popular game on Steam right now. That's insane. Seven, by by double what CS:GO is at number two, and it's wow. not new. It's been out since 2019. Wow! I wonder, but I know it just released on NA, and I wonder if a bunch of like World of Warcraft players have just gone to that. Because those those poor souls have been looking for an MMO for a long time. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Oh, release well, date on Steam, Feb 11, 2022. What's okay. uh? Just out of curiosity, is Halo Infinite still like 150th? <laughs> um, view of the top 100. The crazy thing Halo is, Halo like, Infinite even... is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. 10, 11, 12 from the bottom. Right below yeah. The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt. Shout out. Didn't that come out in like 2009? So old, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, the, uh, one of the like counter arguments has been like, well, Halo is like a console, you know, game more than anything. And even on like console charts, it's really low, which is really bad. So, Yeah. You know, there's there's lessons to be learned in each one of these games that comes out and just, you know, doesn't stay, doesn't last. Yeah. So, like, what's so the future? Pe- yeah, Peter, Is it going to just... Where do we pay- go from here? Yeah, what's the... What are we... What, realistic, I'm not saying what's going to save the game, but, like, what do you think is going to happen in reality? He's pondering. Deep it sounds thoughts. to me like they're going to abandon it. You think it's, so? It's either because I don't I even don't know if they have it. enough devs working on it to even produce some of the content they need to produce. So I don't know because there's a lot of things that they have, you know, promised. So that's co-op campaign, Forge, 
new game modes, new maps. Um, and there's another thing I'm forgetting off the top of my head. Oh, uh, they've also been talking about, you know, um, a, uh, oh God, what's the, what's the game style? Uh, a BR battle Royale battle Royale. Isn't it already a, kind of a battle Royale? Well, I mean, they, they released like a mini one, but if that's it and that's the only one they're releasing, that's not good. <laughs> and, uh, so I don't know. I mean, it's, it's like, they have a lot of things they still need to add. Um, and I, I just, I mean, like. What do you want to see him do? I mean, you know, I'm the type of person who's like, all right, this was a disaster. The show for me was a disaster. We need some new, like, leadership. That's my view. It's like, hey, whatever's going on, the studio's not doing what it needs to do. The art leads are, I don't know. I just, I would prefer just a fresh start, personally. So you like all the all the windows out of the and and focus on the next one. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, and and you know they they are supposed to have a campaign DLC releasing. You know, God knows whenever they're going to get to that. Um, but would you would you rather them abandon that and just start working on a new game? I think keep. I mean, I think you could keep the same sort of engine, same sort of gameplay release it as like a second sort of next game have that dlc campaign be fully fleshed out to just its full second campaign and then just try to give it like a whole rebranding and like hey this is the next so game treat it as like a, a forsaken moment exactly that would be a good way to put it because it just it, it, it's i think like when you get think... that low of numbers at like five thousand six thousand it's like yeah, that's tough. I, th I think. Um, I. I mean, I think. I. I still think the Halo playbase was wrong to come after. Uh, the community manager in the way they did. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. I do think one difference maybe between how the community managers for Bungie reacted versus the Halo ones is, I think, and maybe I'm remembering this differently. So y'all keep me honest. But like in the run up to Forsaken, I felt like there was some like ownership the community managers were taking of. Hey, these things are broken. And yeah. we need to fix them. Whereas maybe in the case of the Halo community managers, there isn't so much that it's more of a, um, you know, an inability to recognize what the real problems are. Like, and that comes across when they talk about the game. Well, that's kind of how, that's kind of what I'm sensing, but I don't know if that's right or not. Well, and it's also like in a, I think in a, you know, a company that's, you know, healthy and functional and, you know, knows what it's doing and has a unified vision of like what they're trying to accomplish. The community, you know, moderators and the, the, the people in charge of, um, you know, the communities almost have a different role where it's like they can properly provide feedback. Whereas the Halo Infinite guys almost have the role of just spinsters, right? Mm. Where their hands are tied there's so much of a backlog of stuff that they can't even promise anything or try to give feedback. So they're just playing PR. So it's, it's just, it's kind of an impossible situation mm. and you know, it's tough. Like it's really tough to make games. And so I, again, like my, my silver lining is just, you know, Bungie is, that's the company that's just fucking firing at all cylinders right now.
that's my that's my uh that's my view so well peter's summary if i've got this about halo infinite is destiny 2 <laughs> yeah, well, it's it's that the magic behind halo yeah. was probably bungie the company yeah yeah i got you yeah that's fair well we promised you a follow-up and this was it we were wrong i think that should be said justin and i were wrong <laughs> what did what did we say <laughs> Oh, uh, we said, well, okay. I, I do want to come to our defense a little bit. Yeah. We said that the microtransactions weren't going to be a problem the way that Peter was saying it was. And it doesn't I sound think, like that they are. But, but I think they are well, a problem. It's, it's kind of the straw that broke the camel's back. Because if the only <laughs> right. thing that they're adding to the game is like $20 skins, $12 skins. And so that's the guys. problem, right? Like yeah. if if the fundamental issues with the game didn't exist nobody would care about the microtransactions. Right. I mean, they'd I think, about them. Exactly. I think that's what we were trying to say, but we didn't realize the scale of how much the other stuff was lacking. You know, was lacking. Yeah. <laughs> so I think it's important to say that, you know, overall we were wrong, except for the technical aspect of I'm, we weren't quite wrong, I, I, but I'm, yeah, I was going to say, I'm giving us more credit than that. I'm not, I'm not on board with saying that we were wrong. I understand <laughs> what you're saying. There's also, I just want to point out, there's no winners here. No, no, this winners. is not a win Fair. for me. This is a bad <laughs> thing for me. Poor, hey, poor Peter. Like you've gotten up for at least two or three games that I can think of in the last, like not, not a lot of time and just gotten disappointed. I well, mean, can I wait like, two or two out of the three of them, I think have been disappointing for him. Cyberpunk for sure. Yeah, all, all time blunder all time. <laughs> I mean, you were, I've never seen somebody so hyped for a game he was as you really were excited Cyberpunk. about it. Um, and it was just bad. I didn't even finish it. I still probably should, but I didn't even finish it. Um, then Halo. Halo. What was the third one? I don't know that there was a third one. You did. Oh, uh, like, I think you weren't on the Elden Ring hype train, but then you got really into it. Yeah. I mean, I was going to say the third one's Destiny. He he keeps getting up for Destiny. Well, I mean, we all do. Well, I mean, that's why we're here. True that. True that. <laughs> all right. So this is uh, supposed to be a tight 30. Um, 30 but 25 right now. We but before great. we go, before we go, hopefully our next episode will be the uh, the much the much awaited highly anticipated Nicolas Cage fueled recap Jiu-Jitsu. of Jujitsu, which has anybody here finished it? I'm halfway through. I uh I I in honor of my viewing experience, I think I might go to a karate class just once in my lifetime. <laughs> Wait, did you finish it? So you finished it? Yeah. Okay, I'm impressed. Somebody actually finished it. I had, did not start it based on the fact that I realized we weren't going to record it today. Um, yeah. But I, I need to watch it. I will watch it by tomorrow. But that will be our next one. Hopefully, by when Justin comes back. Yeah, my, my travel schedule stops sucking. Not next week, but the week after. Um, so, so maybe we'll I squeeze one to... in. Maybe we won't. We'll see. I mean, it's, it's, we have to talk about it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, based on what I've seen it, already, it, we're going to have it, a lot to talk about. All right. Okay. Peter, this is not the jujitsu recap. Yeah. yeah. I, I just, yeah. I'll just, save it. Just, just hold on to it. Hold it in. Hold it in. I know it's difficult. All right. All right. So that's good. All right. This was it. This was the follow up that we promised. We're done. 
we're going to do the jujitsu recap were wrong, next. But we we're also right. Yes, we that right. is important to note. Um, yeah, I'm sorry, Peter. It sucks. All right. <laughs> sorry, Peter. Okay. It's okay. All right. Let's get All out right. of here. Yep. That's it. Thanks, guys. And until next Adios. time.